welcome to Life and Business in Flow. I'm Kate Adamo, mentor, retreat, and podcast host, and this is your soft place to land. An invitation for you to pause, get curious about what you want your life and business to feel like, and redefine what success looks like to you. I've seen and learned so many things in my years as a mentor, and one thing I know for sure is things need to change. I'm here to be that voice of change and to gently nudge you towards doing things differently. Hustling doesn't work. We've all seen it. It leads to burnout and disconnect. I want to help you create space, connect back to yourself, and set up solid foundations in your life and business. It's time to be open to the possibility of doing things differently and authentically. It's time for life and business to be in flow. Well, hello and welcome to episode 61. Today, I wanted to share, I guess, just a little bit differently. And I know I've shared a lot of um, my story and the changes that I've made and how that has just really impacted my life. And I've gone into this year, you know, feeling more at peace than I have any other year before. And it just, it feel everything just feels slower and just so much better. And so today I wanted to share the story of a couple of my interior designers. So obviously I work with a lot of clients, interior design, stylists, property stylists, you know, web design, copywriting, graphic design, all sorts of things, marketing. Um, but I'm working with a lot of interior designers at the moment. There seems to have been a real influx in this last 12 or 18 months. Not that I, you know, often share that I work with designers, but you know, I definitely do. And some really high level and some, you know, very, very talented ladies and a couple of gentlemen as well. And I wanted to share the story of a couple of ladies, two in particular, that I had um, a session with both of them on the same day last week. And it was a day that just left me just feeling like, which is what we all want, I guess, that I'm having an impact, that this is really working and the message is getting out there. And I just had so much gratitude and so much pride in these women for the journey that they went on. So I thought, why not share some of that today? Because I imagine you're probably feeling some of these things, whether, you know, it's some or all, or you felt some in the past, or you've done some things to shift out of them. I want to share where they were at. And I guess a little of what they've done, but that's more so what happens inside of our, our you know, our mentoring, but the outcome and, and, and where they're at now, because it's such a like day and night difference. So we'll start with one of the ladies. She was running a design business, um, small team, uh, was wanting to work on her own project, not getting a lot of time, not really enjoying things like just, you know, a lot of shoulds of clients that she was taking on um, for reputation or for, you know, I should take them. I need the money and I need this and I need to pay the bills. I need to pay the rent and all the things. There's, there's a lot of shoulds based in it, which is something I hear quite often. There was a course she'd wanted to do for some time and she was just starting to get just frustrated and resentful about everything. It all just was starting to feel really hard. So we had a lot of conversations around, well, what would it look like if you took a bit of a step back for a minute? We know that you want to rebrand. We know that you want to probably tweak the name and and make some changes at some point. And we know that you want to spend more time at home. And she's a country girl like me. She loves being in the kitchen and the garden. And she really just wanted to get back to that. So we reflected on, well, what changes could we make and what does this look like? And what type of clients and what type of projects? And we went about, you know, finessing the foundations of the business, really getting clear on the expenses, the sales, um, just targets, setting up different bank accounts, all sorts of things. 
and reflecting on the process, what needed tightening, where were you people pleasing, where were things, where were there gaps, where were you making it hard for yourself? And she decided to really reduce the amount of clients pretty significantly for a couple of months, give herself a bit of a breather, and then just come back with this newfound way of doing things of, okay, my process is better. I understand how, you know, what needs to happen financially and I needed to charge more. I need to be charging properly in the right amount of hours and, and all the things that I often see. And then some months after that, we connected and she said to me, Kate, I'm getting more aligned clients who really value me and they're better projects. And I'm saying no to a lot of the things that don't feel good. And I'm still making money. She's also working on her project. She's done that course. And this was last year. And we connected again early Feb. And she's just in such a different place. She's so much happier, so much more grounded. She's cooking more. She's working with beautiful clients and she just keeps saying no to things that don't work and just trusting that the right ones will come in. And they are. And something even more beautiful that came from that is she said, because I'm home more and I'm slower and I'm more present, I'm able to have more conversations with my daughters. And one of them was going through some anxiety and school. Now, she's able to have those conversations and it's really supporting her daughter, giving her a lift rather than her walking or or, or other, you know, modes of getting there. She's now dropping her off. If that feels good, having more conversations with her and by slowing down her own life, that's dramatically impacted her children because they're a product of the life that, that we're living and the pace that we're at. And that was such a beautiful reflection on what she'd done. And it wasn't just for her, it was for them. And I was just so proud to just see and to hear that. And that was a real moment of, wow, this was really, really worth it. And she said, you know, December and Jan were the most beautiful months. She felt even more grounded. And I said, what if we get to make the 12 months rather than just the two months like that? And what more tweaks do we need to make to do that? So she's setting about that now. And it's not to say that everything's going to be perfect and there isn't challenges in, you know, relationships or with family or extended family or building processes. Life's never going to be perfect, but it's about learning what's really genuinely going to support you, what feels good, and not just always just being rushed and pushed and exhausted. Because with both of these women, like a lot of the women I'm working with now, we set out a vision of what they want life to look like and then start I guess, unpacking that of how we could bring that to life, both at home, with family and and in, in their businesses. And it's not until I guess you really understand what you value and you redefine what success looks like and you get very clear on that vision that you can actually make decisions from a more empowered place, that you put up better boundaries, that you say no to things, because I know yes was one of these women's favorite words. Now it's a, a no, like it just doesn't feel right for me. And from that place, everything just gets to be different. These women have got to, you know, reflect and make big changes. And the second one, I think, you know, we've had an even deeper conversation on it because we've been doing more frequent sessions together. And, you know, it was, it was quite challenging in the beginning when I really put it to her, well, probably close to 12 months ago, we'd been working together for a few months of, okay, well, you want to do this and you want to do that and you want to grow this and you, you know, you want to be the best and you want all the things. And then we went back to try and work on some of those things. And there was almost a little bit of resistance. And I kept unpacking and unpacking and unpacking it with her. And we got to the point of, 
she's tired. Is that, are we just doing those things because we think that's what success looks like? Is that what we should do? Is that what society deems is the next step in creative business? And does that really feel right to me? And when we looked at it, she realized, you know, and even on this reflection from our last our conversation a, couple, a week ago, so there was no self-care. There was so much people pleasing for her team and for her clients. And she was putting herself, you know, in the back seat all the time. Everything was busy. There was no real direction or, or no firm strategy. And she just felt like this, you know, blowing in the breeze kind of rudderless ship. And, and yes, it's profitable and it's a beautiful business and it looks great from the outside. But on the inside, there was just this constant hamster wheel with no real strategy. And that was just absolutely exhausting. And, you know, clients were dictating the timelines and scopes and, um, it just, it wasn't feeling in alignment and it was just a, you know, that constant hamster wheel to feed the the large team and to bring the work in and to keep growing and growing and growing. And she was exhausted. And so we set about looking at what she really valued and what success would look like both at home in her personal life with the projects that she wants to work on in her business you know, similar to the, to the first client. And again, it felt gritty. It felt uncomfortable. She wasn't sure if it was going to work. There was questioning and where would the money come from and what would this look like and what would that look like and how do I do this? But she trusted, which I love. She trusted the process. She trusted me, which I do not take lightly for a second. And she did the work. She did the work consistently. She's made the changes in her life and catching up this year, she's a totally different woman. She's so much more grounded. She's running a business from a much better place. And she didn't even realize, like looking back, just how crazy it really was, but she has so much more space for everything. She's working on a beautiful personal project that now has the time and space that it truly deserves because it's not a small one. And she's taking better care of herself, doing all the things that she wants to do, prioritizing them days off, you know, out of the office and just space. And the space has changed everything because now you can reflect and you can look at different parts of the business and think, well, well, that's not exactly working how I'd like it to be. Now I've got time to fix that. And now, you know, for one another, another project that she's working on, rather than it just being something that happens in the moment, we can actually think about, well, what is the steps of A, B, C, and D to put into place so that we need to be talking about now? How do we best maximize this? And how do we, if we're going to invest this, give it the time and space that it needs rather than everything being rushed on last minute, which I know we've all been there. I have, but we're trying to step away from that and give each thing the space that it needs to be birthed properly into the world. And I guess, you know, also reflecting on that, um, And something else she said to me was like around society's thoughts on success and failure, because we had to really redefine success for her. And it took a minute to get to the bottom of what that was. And success didn't necessarily mean need to be the biggest, you know, studio or the most amount of designers or the most high end projects or, you know, all of the things it needed to feel good to her. Her nervous system needed to be at peace. It was projects that were in alignment and yes, still for good money because she's built the name and the reputation, But it's also looking at the old stories of, but did I fail because I've had to reduce it? And that's how society would look at things. If I've slowed it down, am I failing? If I've got a day off and I'm nine till three or nine till four and I'm not working crazy hours, have I failed and I should be pushing harder? And that's one of the biggest things to overcome because we are taught that success means that we have to be working crazy hours and continuously pushing ourselves and continuously growing. 
Sure. In the first few years of business, that's the reality. Like there's, you know, it it is more challenging and there is a lot more hours involved. But when you reach that point where, you know, you've been pedaling that bike up the hill for so long, she's now reached that beautiful place where she has the reputation and, you know, the book of clients coming to her and repeat business that she's able to, to an extent, cruise down the other side of the hill just that little bit easier with now a new redefined understanding of what success truly is and what it feels like, because she can feel that in her body now, like that feels like success to be able to go slower and to pick and choose and to say no to projects that feel like they're going to be too challenging or timelines are going to blow out, or it just isn't right because right now she just wants peace and space. And she said to me, it's one of the most important years of her life. There has been so many things that she didn't have a chance to reflect on because she was in this constant state of rush and hustle. And, you know, when you're doing this by yourself, you don't have anyone to answer to. You don't have this mirror held up to you. And that was something that that I did. And I know that it can be uncomfortable sometimes for people, but, you know, in a gentle way. But it's, I'm doing this because I want you to reflect on, is this working or what could we do differently? And, and, you know, we had the conversation, had it, had she kept of going the way she was, it would have burnt out. She would have resented it. And it just wouldn't have been something that she wanted to do anymore. And she's taken now so much pressure off herself and just continuing to feel into this new way of doing business and, and what truly feels right. So I'm sure like listening to, to those stories and that's, you know, only parts of the, the stories that you've been able to see yourself in, in some of those, in in those women at some point, or maybe in a lot of those points. And maybe you too have been conditioned that success needs to be hard and you need to constantly be pushing and grinding because let's face it, there's a lot of absolute rubbish messaging on social media, um, especially from, you know, coaches and mentors and and all sorts of people at the moment. Um, it's just been what was deemed as success and I've seen in my own life and especially with these couple of women and a number that I'm working with and everyone's at different points in their journey and people take longer to get there. And, you know, there's everyone's in different situations, but there's a lot of women I'm working with that are on this journey or close to this point. And, you know, it's really cool to see. It takes commitment and it takes time and it takes saying yes. It takes just saying like, I'm tired of how it currently is. I can't keep doing this. It's not working for me not working for my family. It's not working for your team if you have one and you really want things to be different. And I know that there's a lot of band-aid fixes out there. There is so many and it and honestly just makes me sick. The constant band-aid fixes, the constant, um, you know, what is it? Six figure and seven figure and all the stuff that you know that I hate because all it does is talk about money and not people. Um, and that just shows that you don't care about people. You're all about money. And a lot of Band-Aid, quick fix, easy solution, do this, do this type of reel. There's a lot of rubbish out there that, you know, putting it lightly that I'm seeing that I just get so, so tired of seeing. And it exhausts women because they keep feeling like they've got to do and they've got to be and they have to show up in all the ways. And a lot of the things they're teaching are teaching these women to let's Band-Aid it, let's quick fix it, let's move through it. Well, we know what happens with Band-Aids. They get a little soggy and they come off. And with, with business, like with building a house, we need solid foundations and we need to be approaching our business from a place of, I respect myself enough to do this well, to do the hard yards, to set up solid foundations, to be really clear on what success looks like to me and to create something that's going to be sustainable and long-term because a lot of the flash in the pan things that we're seeing from people on social media at the moment, they won't still be around in a few years energetically 
their businesses won't survive. People will see through it all um, and all of the false success, income, claim, quick fix. And this is why I wanted to share this today because I know that that's what society is about right now. It's take the pill. You know, we see it with, you know, even um, weight loss and Ozempic. And there's so many things happening in our world at the moment that rather than getting our hormones fixed, that we'll go and take some Band-Aid solution from the doctor because it's quicker and it's easier and that's all I have time for now. But those things will always come back to bite us at some point. So I wanted to share these women's stories. You know, I've shared a lot of mine and I will continue to do that more as it continues to get better and evolve and I learn more. And I just want you to think about doing this for you and for your family, that if you feel like you've fallen into the Band-Aid rut and there's no judgment, like I can see why it happens. There is a lot going on and with women juggling, you know, if you've got kids and school and, um, training and sports and all the things like hats off to you, it seems a lot, but let's reframe the way we're running our business and let's put ourselves and your families first and run the business around that, that it really serves you. Because that to me is what success looks like. It's not always a monetary figure. Sure. It's important, but no one needs to be the richest person in the graveyard and the, 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 you know, getting there faster. I hope there's a few reflections in there today. Um, you can probably tell I'm pretty passionate about this stuff. Um, and I also wanted to share both of these women actually um, went through Flourish, which is my um, five-month mentoring option. And then they've gone on to do, you know, some consistent sort of mentoring after that to really work through some things. So Flourish is for established businesses that I work with. Um, a lot of designers, stylists, all type of businesses. It seems to be a lot of interior designers at the moment. And if you are struggling and you're thinking, I want to do these things, Kate, but I don't know where to start and it all feels really overwhelming and I'm hearing on social media and from people and friends and other people in the industry, I need to be doing this and I should be doing that, but I don't know where to start and I don't know what fixes what, please just connect because I would love to support you this year to start putting, you know, the steps, start putting things in place. And it's like one step at a time to really start to improve your life and your business so that you do have more peace and you do start to feel better and that you can be working on your health or spending more time with the children or doing just whatever feels right to you. And that's going to be different to everyone. So if that feels good, please shoot me um, an email or jump on the website and fill out the contact form. I only take, you know, it's probably, I think just less than 10, I think this year, um, flourish clients, cause it is a little bit longer and I would spend a bit more time together. So if it is something that interests you, please connect. I would really love to support you because it breaks my heart to see women exhausted, burnt out and just struggling, which I've seen and I've heard so many times, but I know that it can be different. So again, thank you for being here. As always, it means so much to me that you listen, that you share. But what I would really love for you to do is to dive in and leave a review if you haven't as yet. Now, I know a lot of you DM me and you love the podcast, but I know that some of you haven't um, left a review as yet. So if you could, it would mean the world to me. Take care and I look forward to connecting again in two weeks. 